0: actor, author, certified life coach, encourager, family man, dynamic inspirational speaker, and so much more. Welcome to my podcast, Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. Today, I have a special guest in the building. Our focus is maximizing the opportunities. Maximizing your opportunities. Opportunities. Oftentimes, we have opportunities placed in front of us that you know are screaming your name and therefore you're good, but we do not maximize because we are fearful, we are scared, or we are afraid, or intimidated, or we're too busy being concerned with things that really have nothing to do with us. Now, I'm not saying that every opportunity is a good opportunity, but you know when it's a God-approved opportunity sitting right in front of you. And in an industry where things can go any kind of way, I knew that it would be perfect to bring on this guest. His name is Alex Bernadotte. And let me tell you a little bit about Alex before he tells you about himself. Alex, I remember seeing him when he started out and he had a fire within him. And since then, he's led on and he's done some amazing Things And he refuses to quit and he refuses to stop and he refuses to not maximize off of his opportunities and live in his blessings. The entertainment industry is a tough industry. You have to have some thick skin. But if God equips you for it, he will carry you through. So even if you're not in the industry, this episode is still for you. After all, if you weren't ready, why did the door open. With that being said, I would like to welcome our guest writer, actor, and producer, Alex Bernadotte. Welcome, Alex. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me, Harold. Listen, I had to have you on because people need to understand. I have seen you do some things. Like, I witnessed you, like, literally walk in your greatness and the best is yet to come. And so, with that being said, I want the audience to know that our focus today is when the door opens. And this is all about maximizing your opportunity. And you're going to ask why and who is this Alex person but I feel like it's best for Alex to tell you himself so Alex I'm going to ask you who is
1: Alex uh Alex is (laughs) Alex is a simple man who doesn't do things simple uh i'm uh i'm a writer i'm an actor i'm a producer uh i'm an athlete a uh, brother cousin you know uncle you know i'm a man of god you know first and uh yeah you know i was born in a i was born in a i was born in west palm beach raised in brooklyn new york you know um, i went to high school in orlando uh I got a scholarship for track and field and football to Miles College in Birmingham, Alabama. And uh, now I'm here talking to you, man.
0: (laughs) So I'm sitting here and I got to go back because you're you're talking about who you are. And I'm hearing so much focus on like you being an athlete. Like I could have been watching you on TV as an (laughs) athlete yet. What made you pursue acting?
1: Uh, The the funny thing about that is that uh, all my life I liked to perform, even though as a kid I was very shy, but I liked to perform in front of people. You know, I was never scared to perform in front of people. But my main focus was sports, you know, uh, mainly football. You know, I played basketball and track and ran track, but it was mainly football. So once the passion for football left me, uh... Yeah, you know I mean? I just, I needed to, to gear it towards something else. And it took me a while to figure that out until like, you know, I started doing like little Instagram uh, skits and I was like, wow, I like being in front of the camera. Somebody was like, yo, you look real good in front of the camera. I'm like, Hey, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, overnight I was just thinking about it. I was like, yo, you know what? Maybe I should just try being an actor,
0: you know? and uh yeah that's what I did so let's talk about okay so you started on Instagram which a lot of people do nowadays so you're doing these skits and you're getting good feedback because you know a lot of people do that now here's the question when you walked into your first casting what was that like for you
1: (laughs) When I walked in into my first casting, I think you were there, weren't you? I believe I was. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing about that casting, right? So before I even got there, I wasn't even going to come. I was like, man, forget this. I don't want to be no actor. I ain't, I'm not doing it. I don't even want to do this. But then I was like, you know what? Let me just go and see how this thing works out or whatever. So I went, uh, you know, I filled out the application or whatever, and they asked me, did I have any acting experience? I was like, man, the only thing I've been in is my fifth grade Danny in Greece. So I was like, you know what? Let me just <laughs> let me just put this on here anyway. You know, maybe they get a laugh out of this, but this is this is the truth. Um, so when I went in there, it really literally when I got on stage, I felt I felt more comfortable on stage than I did on a football field or a track. Mm. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. It felt like, home. Yeah. I remember seeing you and and I was like when you came up, you can tell of course, you know, your experience. We did look at that. Um but we were just looking for a raw talent at that point. And you just you delivered it like to the point where like when you left the room, we knew that we had to have you and some part we didn't know what part you were going to be yet, but we knew that we had to have you. It was something about your stage presence. So it's funny that you say you felt comfortable on stage. So for those who are listening, listen, opportunities do matter. Taking on the right opportunities just because on paper, and y'all know I've said this in previous podcast episodes, um, just because on paper you do not seem or appear to be qualified does not mean that you're not qualified. Because if it's Uh your purpose, you are overqualified. Oof. So well, that's a word. That's it's, it's what I live by. I, because I can't <laughs> even talk about me and opportunities. And who knew I was going to be sitting here doing a casting and casting you for a play that turned into casting you for a movie that turned into like, we're not even <laughs> going to get to all of that. But yeah, but who, who knew? But it's because I didn't allow what the world had to say or what the world's standards were to decide for me what destiny is going to be Mm. and i feel like you haven't at all in every stage that i've seen you in it's just like you're getting better and better and you're you're really growing and 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 just taking it up a notch and really walking in that greatness because you really do have a skill in this in this field you do you're just a great actor and it's a raw thing and it's a beauty that it's raw because as you continue to grow it's just going to get better and better and better and so i'm excited to see what's coming next but i'm still going to get into your acting journey a little bit more because i want to ask a question okay okay so That was your first casting. What was it like when you received the confirmation that you were going to be a part of it? And did you like the role you were going for? Or, like, how did that all play out?
1: Yo. All right. So here's the story. All right. So after that audition, I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to keep going on these auditions. I'm just going to start pursuing this. You know what I mean? So. I went down to another audition. When I went down to another audition, I think like a week later or something like that, I was waiting outside and um I was auditioning for a uh another stage play at the uh the I think it's called the the Gable Stage. I forgot what it's called, but it's in Miami, it's deep in Miami. And I got a phone call from my number. And once I seen the number, I was like, yo, is this the people from the other audition? <laughs> So I answered, I went outside and I answered the phone and she was like, April. She was like, Hey Alex, uh, we wanted to offer you the role. And I was like, What, you serious? She was like, Yeah, I was like, For real? And I was so excited, I was like, you would have thought that, you know, I mean, like, I don't know, I won the championship or something. I don't know. But I was so excited, people thought I was crazy because you know, I was I was walking up and I was talking to myself and I was hyping myself up and I was like, yo. That's what's up, you know. And I was like, "Don't mind me. I'm just excited. I got a I got a role, you know, in another stage play. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, I was just I was just excited, you know. I was just happy, like, cause you never know. You're not really sure, you know. You you know you, you you take chances. You take risk. You know. You step out on you know. Well, with faith, and it's like you never know. But it's like once I got casted for that for that for that role, I was like okay, you know, I'm doing something right. You know, and I love that role. You know, I got to rap a little bit. You know what I mean? You know, I got to hang out with you guys every, what, Tuesday and Thursday for about a whole year, it felt like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I, I love that role, though.
0: So I know you've been on several castings since, right? Yeah. Okay, so what has been your most embarrassing moment in a casting call?
1: My most embarrassing moment? All right, so um, my thing was, you know, first starting out, um, I was receiving sides, you know, like the lines, and they want you to act that out. So I'm so used to that, that I wasn't used to somebody being like, okay, well, we need a monologue. And I didn't didn't memorize any monologues, so I was like, all right. So I went to a casting one time, and the folks were like... (laughs) While I'm filling out the phone, they were like, all, all right, uh, we're going to give you these lines. And they gave me the lines. It was like, okay, now can you perform a monologue? And I was looking at them like, what? A monologue? You didn't, you didn't even say anything about this. So I was like, all right, you know what? Let me go ahead and say something from another stage play that I memorized somewhat of a monologue. And then I'm going to just improv the rest of it. And hopefully they don't <laughs> want me to say it again. <laughs> you know so i started doing the monologue and uh once i and once i was done i added like three four five more sentences that wasn't even there you know and it was like oh my gosh that was that was awesome that was great it was like all right so here's some direction can you do it like this again and i was like oh no oh hell oh no (laughs) i don't know In my mind, I'm like, man, I don't even remember the last four lines that I just said, you know what I mean? So I started doing it again, and I was like, I just stopped. I was like, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know the last four lines I said before. And She started laughing because she kind of could tell that I was
0: improvising, you know what I mean? But that was embarrassing for me. I was like, oh, man. (laughs) That, that, That is funny. A monologue sometimes always gets people like, I've been to castings and um, people just bust out and they just have these monologues that they love to do all the time. And I'm sitting here like, I don't really do monologues like that. And I feel like I'm always one to wing it. So, <laughs> so I can yeah. only imagine what like you were feeling because I'm like, I don't know what I just said, but that hopefully that was enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know monologues now, you know what I mean? But back then I was like, man, I ain't trying to hit. Seeing saying a whole paragraph, you know, reciting a whole paragraph to you. Just give me the lines, you know what I mean?
0: And let me do my thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, at this point in your career, have you had to turn down any roles?
1: It's funny you say that, because remember you said earlier that, you know, you, you was casting me in the stage play, and then, you know, months or a year later, you cast me in the movie. I almost turned down that movie role. Mm, yeah. Why so? I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't want to be portrayed as a as a man that uh that uh abuses like a, as an abuser, basically, Got like it. abuses abuses women. But then you know, talking to a few people that was close to me, talking to you also, you know, and mind you, I'm still early on in the acting. It's it's not me. It's the character. Mm. you know what i mean and if it doesn't go against like like your morals then you know then then just just portray the character help the story move along and i was like you know what you're right all right
0: let me just do it like this and yeah so we and we worked it out so with that being said, of course you maximized on that opportunity, but there was a point, And this is like, a this is not no small thing. Like this film is actually a, a brilliant film. Um, and it's very deep and you're in on the casting in when it came to this, you like your name came up as so many, some different characters. And then it was just like, cause at first it was like, no, you're not gonna do that role. It was another thing. And then it came to this and then it came to that. And then we finally made the decision but whatever I knew I knew you were going to be great at it but that's a thing and in it's interesting so for those who are listening who are trying to get into acting sometimes you have to get outside of your head and realize this is your character I've had roles where literally it was a little girl and I can't forget it. I will never forget this little girl came up to me and says I hate you you're so mean and I'm like whoa <laughs> <I don't- laughs> but then I realized it's she doesn't get it. She's a child. So she doesn't get the fact that that's a character. And because she hated me so much, it's like, I did my job. I did a great job. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, and, and saying, anybody who's going out to casting, you have to really become the character. You can't take you into the character or you will have some blurred lines and you will contradict yourself in certain areas. You have to release you and allow the character to be born and really flourish and that movie is an independent film it's going to be coming out um pretty soon and what I can say is that's another brilliant work of art that you're a part of and Mm -hmm. when I was watching some of that the the behind the scenes stuff and when I was there even on set and all those it's like I y'all y'all don't understand like I met this man as a stranger to his first (laughs) casting and it's kind of like I'm in awe it's like sometimes and y'all gonna think I'm just trying to gas him up and whatnot but I'm not it's like seeing Will Smith in the beginning of his career versus now and like where he's going and not, knowing that he hasn't even reached his Will Smith or Denzel peak, but to see Ooh. that he's on his way, that, that's an amazing thing. And to know that to know that i know him and to see the work that he's put in because sometimes you see how people just are overnight successes but you don't get to see their journey so to be able to see your journey and to see how you're maximizing on opportunity after opportunity and you're really putting yourself out there because people sometimes ask like why isn't this happening for me but you're not putting yourself in a place you're not jumping out on faith you're not putting yourself in certain circles to allow opportunities to manifest instead you're staying in the house nothing's going to manifest within your house mm. that <laughs> that's going to be on that magnitude if you're not putting yourself out there so i mean do you have anything to say about that before we keep on moving no
1: you are absolutely right you hit it right on the head you know what i mean like like you can't like sit around and that was like you know one of the main reasons where i'm at where I'm at right now. I'm not the type of person to sit around and I don't like waiting for folks. You know what I mean? Especially if I'm able to do something, I can't sit around and just wait. To be honest, like, you know, real quick story. Um, You guys put the casting, that very first audition I went to, you guys put it on uh, Backstages. And I'm like, man, I ain't even got no money for Backstages to even send these folks a message. So what I did was I looked up the production company and from the production company, I looked up April, and from April, um, I looked up uh, the phone number, and I gave her a call. And that's how I was able to get it. I mean, you know, I kind of weasel my way through it, but hey, it is what it is. I ain't had no money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I say that to say this, that I just didn't sit back and just was like, you know, I'll just wait on this or wait on that, you know? It's like, the more work that you put into it, you'll get so much back. Like, it's not even funny. Like, I'm a I'm a true testament to that because I, I, I've been there you know what I mean like I've been there the more work that you put into it
0: the more you get back from it you know what I mean And you know that's so real because oftentimes people like they think just because they're in a certain circumstance or situation that things can't shift for them or or they can't get certain opportunities and that's not the truth I mean just look at Tyler Perry and these people they have stories like some of these people have been homeless some of these Mm -hmm. people had to sleep in their cars but yet they are still where they are because they maximized on every opportunity that they did have it takes sacrifice when you take on an opportunity sometimes it takes sacrifice but what are you willing to sacrifice for the better version of you
1: Mm. that's the question that's you know that's a really good question because like, you know, you, you could look at these people, you know, them folks thought that Denzel Washington was an overnight success and they don't even know that man already had like a fifteen year career into acting.
0: <laughs> you know, exactly.
1: He, he calls himself the 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 twenty year overnight success. You know what I mean? That's major. Yeah, and I appreciate you putting me up there, with Will Smith and Denzel, you know
0: what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you better claim it. Yeah. So, out of all the roles that you've done so far, what has been your favorite role that you've been casted for? Uh, my favorite role is all the roles that I've been casted for. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, you know, you go out for a role, you're hoping that you get it. So, you know, my favorite role is all the roles that I've been casted for so far. You know what I mean? I don't have, like, one that stands out more than the other well, I should say the first one because that what catapulted me to, to and to believing in myself and to take off to where I'm at right now, where i'm I'm not really you know far like
0: that like that like that, but you know, I'm somewhere <laughs> listen, I always tell everyone and listeners those who are listening, words do have power. it's okay to claim where you're going to be and and accept where you are it's okay don't don't allow yourself to talk yourself out of the opportunities that are opening up and you don't even know about them. Uh Claim it.
1: You're right. You're right. And I do claim it.
0: Trust me. Mm -hmm.
1: Like, I know it, you know. And even if I didn't know it, I have enough people in my ear to let me know that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my ceiling is very high, and you know, and I could go some places, you know what I mean? Just got to keep putting in the work and, you know, always got to keep working. That's it. Just always got to keep working and staying humble, too.
0: So... When it comes to your nerves and you and your nerves are settling in, how do you overcome the nerves so that you can deliver? Come on, Harold. You
1: know I don't got no nerves, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just go up there and I just do my thing. Now nah, to be to be completely honest with you, I, I really I don't get nervous. Interesting. I, yeah, I don't get nervous, you know. Uh I really think the reason why I don't get nervous is just you know, playing in front of, like, you know, thousands and thousands of people in sports. You know, like, I'm kind of used to having, like, a whole bunch of eyes on me. You know, so I, I really don't get nervous. I don't get nervous. It's like a drilling rush, you know, for me. It's like I get I get anxious. I really want to get out there and just do it. You know, but I don't, I don't really get nervous. I've been nervous one time at an audition. And the only reason I was nervous was because I had to sing. And I've never sang in front of people before so uh, that was kind of nerve-wracking you know but like i said like i'll get you know i i was shy but i was never really scared you know what i mean and you know plus god didn't make the spirit of fear so you know once once i learned that oh it was a wrap
0: <laughs> you could say look you can say that again and again and again and again so <laughs> We, we've talked about your acting, um, but one of the things that I've discovered, like I told you, this was like a secret discovery in your career. But one of the things I discovered about you was that you're also a writer and producer. And yeah, so I want to talk about that a little more. But before we talk about that, mm-hmm. I want to let the listeners hear a snippet And of course, this is not visual, but you're going to hear the snippet of one of your projects called The Park. Are you okay?
1: Yeah, I'm good.
0: That wasn't so bad, was it? Listen, I've just been really worried about you since it happened. I just wanna make sure you're okay.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. But I'm straight though, I'm good.
0: Promise me you'll talk to someone, Devin. (laughs) Promise me.
1: All right, all right, I'll talk to somebody. Alright, let's get out of here. I can't go with you, Devin. What? I can't leave, Devin. No, we gotta go. We gotta go, Nikki. Come on, we gotta go. You keep asking me over and over again, and I keep telling you I'm good. I'm alright. I'm straight. I'm good. We gotta go, Nikki. Please. Come on. You don't have to worry about me. Alright, I'm good. I'm alright. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm alright. I'm I'm straight. I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be alright. You keep asking me over and over again if I'm straight. I'm good. I keep telling you I'm okay. I'm good, I'm good. I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm good, you gotta worry about me, I'm good, everything's gonna be good, alright? It's okay, it's gonna be alright, you can let go, you can let go, man.
0: Wow. So can you tell me anything about this scene in the park? Tell me about the project, the park, just let the people know what this is because that right there was just, it made me want more and I know it's been released. So let's talk about what that scene was about, what the park is about. How did you get into producing? You went from acting strict to producing. Where can they find it? Let's talk about all of that. it's, It's major.
1: All right. So, all right. So, Okay, so The Park, right? The Park was an idea that I came up with in the car just driving home one night, and I was like, oh, snap, this would be a dope short film. So, me being me, I just kind of, you know, went in my notes, and I just put it in my notes. I was like, all right, but I kind of tabled it. It was like, whatever, you know, it's just in my notes, so whenever I feel like doing it, I'll do it. Um, COVID hit. (laughs) COVID hit and everything stopped you know auditions stopped filming stopped everything stopped when when corona hit you know so i was like man um i mean and it, even if it didn't stop it slowed down so i was like man like like hence from what i said earlier like i can't just sit back and just wait so i was like you know what this would be a perfect time for me to just start writing you know this stuff that you know, I, I jotted down in my notes and the park was one of them. So um, I wrote the park. I reached out to like two or three people. Um, one of them is Frunzi Monroe, the director, um, and Kellyanne Jordan. You know, she's one of my producers. And they were like, oh, my goodness. You know, they love the script. And once they loved the script, they fell in love with the script. We got like four or five other people involved. And we came together and we picked the dates and we filmed it. Once it was finished, uh, I was like, okay, so what do I do now? (laughs) Because I was like, I don't know what to do now. It was like, oh, put it in some film festivals or whatever. I was like, yeah, but it takes so long for them to get back to you, let you know if you got accepted and this, that, and third. And I was really making this stuff just to kind of put it out so people could watch. You know what I mean? Because I know if somebody, if I got a friend of mine that's working on a film, I want to watch it. I don't want to wait like, you know, six, seven, eight months from now to watch it. So I put it out. And when I put it out, the feedback was amazing. Like, the feedback was amazing. I was like, oh, snap. It kind of, like, it wasn't overwhelming, but it kind of shocked me a little bit. I mean, I knew it was good, but I didn't know, like, how good it would be. So, like, the scene that you just played is basically the climax of the short, you know. And the short is about, you know, this guy named Devin. Uh, Let me see if I can break it. The short's about a guy named Devin, you know, and his relationship and getting over and getting past some things mentally, you know, that happened in the past, you know, and him not really really taking mental health serious, you know, and stuff like that. So his his partner is, is... in his relationship, she wants him to seek help, but he doesn't really, you know, you know how black folks are when it comes to mental health. You know, man, go lay down, go to sleep or you know, go, go eat some, mm-hmm. <laughs> go eat some food. You'll be out, uh, go to church or something like that. You know what I mean? So that's basically what the park is about. It's about it's about love, mental health, and how it is in the, the black how it's viewed in the black community. And the clip that you just played is basically the climax of the short
0: wow well I mean the park is a beautiful work of art and I really did appreciate it and I know it's recently um received some high recognition so in the past few months or whatever the case may be so you go ahead and give it a second go ahead and let the park get a celebration on. So I know it's been a, accepted into some festivals and all kinds of things. So tell the people a little bit about where the park has gone. Well, the,
1: since the park has uh, been created, uh, I, I, I uh, submitted it in uh, a bunch of film festivals, you know, um, and so far it's been selected, officially selected in the Indie Night Film Festival. And it's been selected in the Pan-African Film festival and the pan african film festival is is huge, you know because it's it's the 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 world's biggest you know largest black film festival in the world you know and and a quick story about that was the deadline to submit had already passed, and once again, me being me, I was like, you know what, let me just email these folks, see if I could get some type of waiver code or something pay a little extra or whatever. So I emailed them. They got back to me like in three days. And when I got the when I got the email, they sent me a waiver code. I was like, okay, all right, cool. So I'll just pay the you know the fees or whatever and put it in, and hopefully they get to it. But I know I'm late, so they probably might not. But hopefully they do, and I'll be damned. You know what I mean? Like two days later, they say, well, we have officially selected the park in the Pan African Film Festival. I was I was in the car going nuts. I was I was hitting the steering wheel. The person next to me was looking at me like, "What is wrong with that guy?" I was like, "No, nah, it's, it's okay. My film just got select. You know what? Never mind. Just go home." <laughs> 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 but yeah, you know, and uh that's that's another example of just stepping out on faith, you know what I mean?
0: And that's major. Like you refuse to 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 accept the no. And I love that <laughs> about you. The no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So since we're talking about when the door opens and clearly we've been discussing the opportunities that have opened since you actually took a step out there and really took on an opportunity that you almost did not take on. Um, what does the word opportunity mean to you and how does it apply to your acting and your producing? Wow, that's a good question.
1: The word opportunity—I mean, hmm—the word opportunity, I guess it means like you know a, a chance. You know, like uh, I want to say, uh, it means opportunity. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like I don't know. It's like you know, you're given a chance. Someone placing something in front of you, like look. This is this is for you. What you do with it, you know, is is all up to you. You know, it can go left or it can go right. But, you know, the power is in your hands. You know what I mean? And that's that's how I look at opportunity. You know what I mean? You know, opportunity for me means. Yeah, just a chance, you know, a chance of, of, of doing something great, you know, and a chance of maybe not doing something great. You know what I mean? So, it, but it's all up
0: to me or you. Mm. So, because I feel like on your journey, you have maximized your opportunities very well. Do you believe that every opportunity is a good opportunity? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. No.
1: No. 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 Not every opportunity is, no, no. I I mean, like, you you just, you gotta, you gotta be smart. Like me, I listen to my gut, my gut, meaning like the, you know, the, the signs from God, you know, I call it my gut, but it's really the signs from God. And man, when I tell you my gut has not been wrong, you know what I mean? Like it has not been wrong. You know, it it just you just got to go with that feeling when you know when you keep thinking about something over and over and over again, like, you know what, like maybe this is not for me. Yeah, you better follow the intuition, you know what I mean? You better follow that gut feeling because it's basically God telling you, like, hey, nah, you need to go this way, not that way. If you go that way, you're on your own, you know what I mean? It's all on you, you know what I mean? But you need to go this way,
0: and that's how I view it. So when it comes to that, outside of your gut, do you, and like listen to the signs of God, do you have someone you discuss opportunities with before you actually agree to them? Yes.
1: And you may be familiar with them. You know, you guys out there may be familiar with them. It's God, you know, (laughs) (laughs) no, I'm joking. Um, But it is God too. But uh, my sister, my sister Nadine, uh, you know, whenever I'm doing anything, you know what I mean? Like I, I hit her up and I'm like, yo, like, you know, what you think about this? You think I should do it? And she'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, that and third. But remember, like, she's kind of like, I'll talk to her, but if my gut feeling is telling me to go against what she says, I'm just going to go with my gut feeling. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, my sister, I'll talk to her. My cousin also, Mixon. I speak to him all the time. But other than that, other than those two, you know, I just pray about it, bro that's it, you know, I just pray about it.
0: I like it. I, I I can dig it. So for those who are listening and are trying to get into this industry, what are some major tips you can share? Um, one thing I always tell people:
1: my favorite name brand is is Nike, and one of the main reasons, like, I mean, of course, because you know it's Nike. You know what I mean, I mean, it's, it's a real popular brand but I like their model just do it. You know, sometimes we just we just think so much of something that we that we know deep down inside that that we really want to do, but we always think about it so much and we think we basically think our way out of doing it. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't have enough money. You know, oh, I don't have enough experience. Oh, this, that, that. I mean, just do it. You know, just do it. You know what I mean? Like like we we got to get out the the, the, the mental state of thinking that we can't make mistakes. We can make mistakes. You know what I mean? I've never met a person who got a hundred percent on every single test that they took. You know what I mean? We're not perfect. You know what I mean? So if you want to take a leap of faith and be an actor, director, or writer, producer, just do it. Just do it and learn on the way. Um also get in the acting class. Gotta get in the, I don't care how much you think you know Get your behind in the class, and I really ain't want to say behind. You know what I mean, I'm just trying. To, <laughs> I'm trying to keep it clean for you. you know what I mean, here. <laughs> but, but yeah, get your behind in the acting class. You know, get in the acting class. And one thing that I had to learn, you got to be more of a, of a, of a people's person. You know what I mean? Like you, you got to be able to network and talk to people. And you've seen firsthand, you know, every time I came to rehearsal, I was just quiet, sitting there, you know, waiting for my time to get up there and do my thing, and then I'll go sit back down and just I'm quiet again. You know what I mean? But in this industry, you have to be able to talk to people. You know what I mean? You can't really be closed off. You know what I mean? You got to be able to talk to people. So just do it. Get your behind in the acting class you know, and be, a, you know, be able to be, you know, just a, 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 a I don't want to say socialite, but just be able to social and network with people. Those are the three key
0: things. All right. So if you could use one word to describe your journey in this industry, what would that word be and why?
1: Uh, am I limited to one word? Because I could use
0: two. Fine, go All ahead and right. give me two See, words. You the man, Harold.
1: You know what I'm saying? That's why I like talking <laughs> to you, man. <laughs> um, God's favor. Mm. Yeah, God's favor, because um, yeah, I like with some of the stuff that I've done so far within you know, this little bit of time, and I've met people who's been doing this way longer than me, you know, and and they're not where I'm at right now and they are telling me like yo you just came into this thing and you doing all of this like jeez like and I'm like man like it it's nothing but God's favor that's uh-huh. it It's nothing but God's favor his no it's, I'm not lucky you know it it's not a coincidence you know what I mean you could say all of those things but it's really God's favor
0: i like it i I like i'm not even mad that i allowed you to do two (laughs) words and go against
1: (laughs) you know i gotta break the rules just a little bit just a little bit
0: (laughs) always always but listen so we've talked about the acting we've talked about the producing so i want to know what's next for alex uh,
1: so I'm going to get me something to eat and then I'm going to take a shower. And go- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, nah. Um, what's next for Alex? Uh, funny thing is I, I just wrapped up a film called respect the shooter in December. My third film I just wrapped up, um, it's called respect the shooter in December. It's being edited right now. It's in post-production uh once it's done i'm gonna start releasing some stuff you know promoting it and to put it out there i literally just finished writing up uh like i said a short film and that would probably be shooting pretty soon um and i'll put it out there and i'll be promoting it on my social medias and stuff like that i may even put it in some film festivals i'm not sure but other than that i'm just you know uh, i'm just i'm gonna just keep writing uh, keep producing content. Um, keep acting. You know, I'm actually, you know, uh, I'm gonna go to uh, New York for a little bit. You know, for a couple of weeks, see what I can shake up up there, and just you know, just keep working. That's it. All I can do is just keep working, nonstop working, and just try to put out some stuff that you guys will enjoy and and watch.
0: All right, so. Before I ask you my next question, or we transition into that segment, I have a message that I want to share with the listeners. And I have one question for you. If you weren't ready, why did the door open? This is a self-quote that I live by. If you weren't ready, why did the door open? This is something that I ask myself before any opportunity is presented, especially when I know God is pushing me to do something different. I always have to look in the mirror and ask myself, if you weren't ready, then why did the door open? New opportunities will require a new version of you. The old you will not have an access pass to some of these doors that are being opened for you. You have to grow according to the way that God is calling you to grow. That means be obedient. If God says move left, move left. If God says move right, move right. If God says jump, you jump. It doesn't matter what it is that you're feeling in the flesh. Remove all of that and focus forward on what it is that God is calling you to do within the opportunity. We often sit around and we wonder why things aren't happening the way that we want them to, because it's not about us. But then when God puts things in front of us to get us in place, to put us in position, we tend to just turn around and walk away. That is not the answer. You're supposed to walk through the door and trust that whatever you need is within that room that God has given you access to. Here is, Alex, a walking example of If I wasn't ready, then why did the door open? He had opportunities. He's made opportunities because he refused to quit. And when things were presented to him, he decided to walk in a room and see what was in the room. He did not judge the room before he walked in. He did not question what it was that God was telling him to do. He trusted God's word to carry him into the rooms, to carry him through those doors. And the thing is, if God doesn't see that you're ready, and if you're not supposed to be in a room, you will not be. Oftentimes we put ourselves in positions relying on the flesh. And then when we get in a room, we wonder why it's not going the way that we thought it would go or why it's a bad situation because we're not listening to God. We're listening to ourselves. If you allow God to guide you, your life will be much easier when it comes to elevation, when it comes to breakthrough. I'm not saying you're not going to have struggles. I'm not saying there won't be challenges. But what I'm telling you is it'll be worth it in the end. You're better with God on your side and with his favor and grace than operating in your flesh and relying on the world to get you where you're trying to go and where God is trying to take you. There are opportunities coming your way in this season, but what are you going to do with them? Are you going to watch them pass by and then get mad when someone around you is walking in those shoes that you were supposed to walk in, owning those blessings that you're supposed to be be living in? And I know some of you are sitting here and you're like, well, if it's for me, it's going to be for me. But um, hello? There is an element of work that is required for God to give you your passport. There is an element of work required for God to give you your passport. That's just like going into an office and going to work on your nine to fives or running a business and just sitting on a couch all day and not doing nothing and expecting to get paid. And then get upset when somebody lets you go. Sometimes God has to release you for a moment so you can get your act right on. But God is also a God that will turn everything that you go through around for your good and still present an opportunity in front of you. It may not be the same opportunity based on the decisions that you decided to make, but there will be opportunities presented to you when he feels you are ready. So when God says, here's the access badge, badge, the door is open. What are you going to do? Are you going to run away and operate in fear? Rely on yourself to to just make it happen? Or are you going to trust God, walk through the door and own your breakthrough, own your manifestation? I was on tour when this, when this quote came to me. And I had to ask myself in that moment because I was getting nervous. But if I wasn't nervous because I was doing something new, then that would have been a problem. If you weren't ready. Why did that door open? God will not present you with a God approved opportunity if you're not qualified for the position. Look, I didn't even mean to go into all of that with you on this line, Alex, but I did not want to let you go. So I hope you're all right. It's still, yeah, with I'm me. still
1: with you. I was, yo, I, I, can you say
0: some more? <laughs> no, 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 we're gonna stop because I want to hear more for you. So I know that you didn't know about this, but whatever, this is how it goes. You, you hit me with surprises, I'm gonna hit you right back. <laughs> Come on. Welcome to the this or that segment. How does it work? Okay, it's a little game that we like to play. You either choose this or you choose that. And I'm gonna give you a few random decisions to make. And of course, just like the black sheet, the choice. Is yours. You only get one plead the fifth. I repeat, one plead the fifth. So choose wisely. And remember, you don't know what I'm going to ask. So for instance, I might say drama or thriller. You have to just choose one or use your plead the fifth. So without any further ado, let's do it now. The this or that. All right. So here we go. Martin or Fresh Prince of Bel-Air?
1: Ooh. Martin. Jeez. Let's go with drama.
0: Ooh, really? Okay. Denzel Washington or Idris
1: Elba? Is that really? You should have said Denzel or Denzel. Uh, come on now.
0: <laughs> Denzel Washington. <laughs> Felicia Rashad or Loretta Devine?
1: Ooh, that's a tough
0: one. Oh. Uh... Felicia Rashad, good choice. Will Smith or Dwayne Johnson. Will Smith. Drama or thriller. Uh, uh wow. I can't. I don't get like one both. <laughs> you get one. Plead the fifth. Is this your plea? I mean, the fifth?
1: You know, I just
0: drama. Uh, Angelina Jolie or Jennifer Aniston. Angelina Jolie. Holly Berry or Angela Bassett. Damn. Wow. Uh, that one I plead the fifth. All right. Tyler Perry or Jordan Peele. Tyler Perry. All right. And that wraps up this segment of This or That. Just a little bit. You know, I had to do, just a little bit of stuff. I'm just curious to see what direction yeah. you would go in. And also the light the mood, man. <laughs> We've been talking about maximizing the opportunity and it's been a pleasure. So I just want to thank you again for coming. But before you go... How can people reach you via social media and keep up with you? What are the ways of contacting you if they want to reach out, if they want to try to audition for some of your stuff, if they are just trying to follow you, if they're now a fan, if they, you know, whatever the case may be, how can people? Okay,
1: you? so my Instagram is at Alex underscore Bernadotte, That's B-E-R-N-A-D-O-T-T-E. And on Facebook is Alex Dot. On YouTube is Alex Dot. Um, I don't have TikTok. On Twitter, it's Alex Bernadotte. So, yeah, Alex Bernadotte. Before you go, is there anything else
0: you want to say to anybody who's listening?
1: Today? Hey, for all the good people out there, you know, what's up? You know, li- like, live life to the fullest because you only get one of them. You know, uh, whatever, you, whatever dream that you wanted to chase or whatever that one thing that you wanted to do, just Nike that thing and just do it. You know, like, don't worry about the naysayers. Don't worry about the other folks who, you know, might speak negative about you or might not think that it's a good idea. You need to live for you, you know. And and what I mean by that is, I mean, if you have kids, obviously you got to live for them too. But but you need to make decisions on your life based on what you think, not what other people think. And that's it.
0: And Harold, hmm. you're the man. no no look you are the man and i appreciate you taking time out of your busy touring schedule and (laughs) producing and writing and i'm looking forward to seeing you do more great things man i'm super 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 proud of you and what you're doing. And I'm I'm here and I'm, I'm watching and I'm excited for what's to come. And I know it's going to be big. And once you're walking in that, I just say to you, never change, continue to grow, but never change because who you are to the core is good people. Like to the core, you're a great person with like a great personality. You're the only person I'm going to let come up on the show and try <laughs> to switch up my rotation. <laughs>
1: All right, man. I appreciate it, man. Much love, bro.
0: All right. Much love to you. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. Listen, stay encouraged through the week. Check out my website, www.itsharoldkeith.com. Also, follow me on Instagram at itsharoldkeith. And if you have Facebook, you can follow me there, too. Guess what it is? Yup. At It's Harold Keith. And while you're showing so much love, make sure you subscribe, like, and share this podcast. Looking forward to keeping you encouraged. And I will definitely be seeing you next week. Remember, real life, real issues, real experiences, real possibilities with real people. And not to mention a real you. Until next week, remember, get your positivity. All right, that's a wrap, folks.